is in the air here at YQG and Bloom. And to say goodbye to the winter blues, I have the owner and operator of Wheaton Thistle, Matthew Dumichel. And my name is Tracy Martins, and I want to thank you so much for being here today, Matthew. Thank you for having me. And thank you so much. He brought me some beautiful, beautiful, I hope you guys are watching these flowers what kind are these so they're tulips uh, the the darker ones um, are a peony style tulip and the lighter ones are um, a single a single tulip with um, beautiful colors and they uh, complement each other I have never ever seen a tulip that dark purpley black it's amazing yeah, they're one of our favorites. Um, a lot of people were asking to buy them um, this past fall when we sell our bulbs, and we selfishly only planted them for ourselves, for Good. our subscription members. Well, it's nice. You, you got to have some special things that nobody else can have. Absolutely. I know that this year we're going to have some in the fall, but uh, yeah, they're so beautiful, like that deep, you know, it's almost like a, a blackish maroon color. So yeah, I'm excited about them. They are beautiful. Now, what do you guys specialize in? So our business is, um, it's a complex business uh, in, in theory because we specialize in two different things. One is um, plants, so that includes flowers and house plants, as well as exterior plants, uh, but also interior styling. So it's, a, it's almost like an umbrella company. Um, I work on all of the plant material and my husband does all the interior styling. Yeah, because he's an interior designer. Not an interior designer by trade, but uh, he has an amazing eye and he has grown a passion to do styling. And so we offer consultations and color blocking as well as um, going out and sourcing products for our customers. So that's great. So you, you can go in there and explain to them what plants work well, which that's is great funny. because I mean... As you found out with my <laughs> my sad little spider plant over there on the fireplace, I am better with the outdoor plants than what I am with the indoor plants. Yeah. Now, you said you also do outdoor plants as well? Yeah. So we started getting into a little bit of um, ex exterior work with plants and um, I don't want to say landscaping, but uh, offering some opportunities for consultations um, this past year. And uh, it's been a really popular um, thing with our customers. I did see you having a little bit of the construction there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, it was like, like at the beginning of April, I was asked to work on a, a special project for my customer and I had to remove sod and lay a bunch of stone and it was taxing work, but the the outcome is amazing, and when she gets all her flowers in by the uh, by the summer, it's going to be beautiful. Oh, it's relaxing though too. Oh, I, I sure. love working outside in the garden. Yeah, it uh, it just like helps you kind of um, reset in the in the morning for your for your day ahead of you. It really does, and it's just if you're stressed out there's nothing better than going and pulling <laughs> weeds and gardening it's true and, yeah we yeah. we garden on a large scale for our flowers so weeding is not my favorite chore um but uh yeah i mean when you're doing it at, at home it's it's the perfect type of chore just to kind of focus on one activity and then you can get on with your day now i like the fact that you guys you you grow your own plants but you don't have the greenhouses. Correct. Yeah. So we don't grow our own house plants, mm -hmm. uh, but all of our flowers, we grow ourselves and we do it out in the, out in the open. Um, and we do it for a couple of reasons. The first one being the expense. It's obviously expensive to have greenhouses and hoop houses and high tunnels. Um, so we're starting out slow um, mm -hmm. and small and it's 
definitely a lot more manageable when you have a one-person team. Um, the other one is in the city of Windsor, there's sometimes uh, some permits that are required for those types of structures. So again, maybe one day we will be able to operate with those um, structures, but for right now, we're managing quite well with what we're doing. You guys do have some on your property and then you do have other spaces as well. That's so. right. Yeah. So we do grow the majority of our stuff, our uh, flowers in a, in a yard in uh, Devonshire Heights. Um, so just right behind the mall. But uh, we also do a lot of experimenting in our own backyard in South Walkerville. Yes. What are those plants that you just had on Instagram that were coming in? Yeah. So the ranunculus are um, what has taken over some of our tulip spaces. And um, we planted them a little a little late. Um, it would have been amazing to get them about two weeks ago in the ground, but uh, they're still going to do well and they'll grow really quickly now that it's warming up. Now, what family is the ranunculus? Because I had never heard of it before. Yeah, so ranunculus is actually its own type of uh, a flower. Um, they are not native to North America, and they're also brought in. And they they're they're just so unique in their whole design. Um, they're like big and fluffy. They're kind of um, they feel like marshmallows almost, <laughs> um, and that's what a lot of people know them as. Um, and they are a spring flower, and they come in really quickly when it's a little bit cooler, and then they do fade out really fast once the heat of the summer takes over. Um, so it's a perfect in-between season flower from our tulips, daffodils to when we do our dahlias and zinnias. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize that you did the dahlias and zinnias as oh, yeah. well. Yeah, and this year we have uh, probably over quadrupled our number of uh, dahlias. We're probably growing over 250 um, individual plants in our space that we have. So yeah, last year we only did about 35, 40, and now we're getting up to 250 plus. How many different variations, colors? I think this year we have about 25 varieties. Um, and in my mind, that's still um, a lot. Um, but there it's are some right. people that grow over 100 varieties. But you're just starting. I mean, how long has it been <laughs> since uh, Wheat and Thistle has started? So we started the business in December of 2020. So it is. We're still very new. Um, mm -hmm. And we're still figuring out a lot of things, tri trial by trial and error. Um, but I've grown a lot and really quick because again, when you're doing it by yourself, you need to learn really fast or else it won't work. I know. I don't even know how I found you on my personal Instagram page like a year or two ago. I think I just started following local people. Sure. And I remember some of your early posts, it was like little cups of flowers and yeah, windowsills. Yeah. And now it's like, oh my gosh, you have <laughs> rows and gardens everywhere. It's true. Yeah. We started the business with more focus on house plants um, and interior styling. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where we were wanting to fit in our niche. Um, and it was helping bridge a gap, especially during, you know, COVID and that time period where we wanted to bring a calming energy into people's homes. That's what they needed. And then throughout that process, I started falling in love with the idea of growing flowers to sell as well. And we started just by bringing a couple of those arrangements to the farmer's market where we were set up and uh, they would always sell out so quickly. So in my mind, business mm -hmm. sense, how do I monetize that even more? And we quickly grew from just our backyard to a new space, which is 3000 square feet worth of gardening space. So it feels like it happened overnight. Um, we're now in our third growing season, but, from but like it's year just one a growing two. season. Yeah. So that it's not that long of a space. That's that's right. So in 
in theory, when we sell to our customers right now, it is a short, quote unquote, short time period. Mm -hmm. um, we usually start selling in April and end by our first frost end of October or so. But the rest of the year, we're, you know, planning and starting seedlings inside and we're we're still working. It's just not necessarily to sell. Maybe one day we'll have some space to be able to do it year round. But right now it's kind of like all of our energy and focus on customers is um, in about a six month window of time. That's incredible. <laughs> now you had said that this is just your labor of love for the last few years. Sure. How did you end up here? Where did you start off? Uh, I guess as the millennial mindset that I have, I will try anything once and see what sticks and what I enjoy. And same with my husband too. Um, we were both in this weird time period where I was no longer working. I had a contract with the city of Windsor. Um, prior to that, you know, I've done a lot of different office jobs. I went to school for graphic design and photography. And so somehow through COVID, um, we decided that we wanted to bring houseplants into our life, into our lives rather. And uh, it was kind of like a moment of uh, I can continue on working in an office or try to figure out something else that I am actually passionate about. And um, the business kind of just happened organically. Um, we wanted to find something that my husband was going to really enjoy and something that I was going to enjoy. And those worlds kind of collided with like doing things for inside of a home. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I kind of changed courses really quickly and went all in. And now we're here in year three, almost year three. I'm learning from all of the businesses that I've started talking to that COVID was really a game changer for a lot of people. They found jobs that they can do, whether we're stuck in a pandemic and we're stuck in the house, or if we are able, like now we're, we've gone through it and we're good to go. They found their passion, they found their love, and they've routed into different directions, which at the end of the day has made you happier, which exactly. is it, we wouldn't be here had that time period occurred, had it mm -hmm. not occurred rather. Um, and I'm so much better for it. Yes. Because we are now able to live in a career path that just makes more sense for our day-to-day -day lives. And less stressful than the well, office work. I mean, yes, <laughs> it, it's stressful in a different sense because yes. now we're, it's on, it's on us. Mm -hmm. So if we don't make money, it's because of something we didn't do. So it's stressful in that sense, but it's less stressful in the sense that I'm answering to somebody else. Now I'm answering to my customers and I much rather resonate towards that mindset than working for, you know, quote unquote, the man. For the few years during the pandemic, I did Tracy's garden and I had my grow up in my basement. And last year it was stressful beyond belief because it doubled in size. For sure. But it's still a good feeling to, to watch the plants grow and to watch the people when they get the plants and how excited they are and follow them on social media. Thank you, social media. And <laughs> see how happy they are when they have plants that are blossoming under their own tutelage. Absolutely. And yeah. The plant community as a whole and the flower community, um, local flower community as a whole, they're so positive. They mm -hmm. love what, you know, what we do, but what they're doing as well, it, it just resonates positivity and it just really allows us to live in a space where everything feels good all the time. And plants make everybody happy. Yeah, they really do. Everybody. I mean, 
daisies. Daisies are happy flowers. Yeah. Do you grow daisies? <laughs> We've, we haven't grown daisies for, for what we do in terms of like the cut flower mm -hmm. section. But I mean, my very first seedling that I started was actually a Shasta daisy. Mm -hmm. um, and I grabbed a pack off the shelf. And this was like, I don't know, probably four or five years ago. We had this new garden space in our own backyard. So I grabbed a pack. I was like, I, I can try to grow these. That shouldn't be difficult. And I planted a couple of seedlings in some pots before I knew it. I had like 20 plants and I decided to plant them all in my garden, not realizing that Shasta daisies are really tall when they get to full maturity. And, um, the next year I had to like start pruning them back because they grew so well. Mm -hmm. Um, and from there I decided that they wouldn't be good for our garden, but yeah. I mean, they are a perfect flower to start if you are yeah. looking to start something for your own house. Mine was the purple cone flower and I love didn't, that. same thing. I didn't realize how big, they, I just sure. love the fact that they are purple and they attracted butterflies and certain kinds of birds and I thought they were great and yeah, and so they got as well. big and <laughs> they doubled in size sure. and kind of take over a little mm -hmm. bit. But so you got your spring flowers, you have your tulips and your daffodils. Yep. What other flowers do you guys grow for your customers? Sure. So we have, um, when we sell our flowers, we sell them in seasons or mm -hmm. seasonal um, grown flowers. So yes, spring is all about tulips and uh, daffodils. Um, and it kind of ties into the ranunculus as well. Um, and peonies are kind of an, an in-between flower. Um, but then in the summer, we get right into dahlias. Um, um, and zinnias, celosia, amaranth. Um, there's so many. Um, we are trying to find a way to tailor what we're growing back a little bit and focus on growing amazing quality flowers that will work year round almost, or at least seasonally, instead of growing like hundreds of thousands of different varieties, which you easily could. Um, so this year, um, we are going to try to grow about five varieties, um, those being dahlias, zinnias, solosia, a couple of fillers, um, like ornamental grasses and stuff like that. And then also um, we will have kind of like a mixed bag area. I don't know what that will be yet, but uh, those kind of last as an annual until mm -hmm. our frost for us here in Windsor, luckily, is longer than a lot of other places in Canada. And so we are able to grow um, anything we like. But right now we're kind of in that pocket of five flowers that will work for any type of arrangement or bouquet. And... I did see that you offer subscriptions. That's right. Yeah. So we started that last year. So we have a full season subscription that lasts from June until October. Um, and our customers will get two bouquets a month. So it equals 10 in total for the season. And those will be made of things that will continuously change over the seasons. Um, then we also offered our tulip subscription. It was a five week subscription that started as soon as our tulips were ready. And it started about beginning of April for us, uh, the second week of April, if I'm not mistaken. And then we have an early summer, which is another five-week program, which will start at the end of May, beginning of June. A late summer, which will be later on in the summer, probably, I think it's the beginning of July, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, and then we have a fall, which will um, start at the end of August, early September. So we have different options for people who are looking for either just a couple of weeks of flowers or somebody that wants it 
for the whole summer. And That's fall. always nice to have some fresh flowers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Again, it brightens everyone's day. So it, why not have something every week? Especially when it's grown locally. And sure. Pesticide free, chemicals free, um, and grown with love. Like it's, again, it's a one man operation. So I'm mm-hmm. the one that's planting everything, tending to the um, seedlings, making sure they're watered, harvesting, processing, and then arranging them. So it's, it's, that's a, a lot. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, but I do it because I'm really passionate about it and you have to be in this type of business or else it just, it, it'll consume everything about you. But that's the thing is once you get into the gardening and you're in the dirt and working your plants, it's like, you don't even realize that hours have gone by and it's like, Oh my God, half the day. And I'm still doing this. And, yep. but you felt like you'd only been there for 10 minutes. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, perfect example this morning, I got up at five 30 to get out to the farm. Well, farm, I call it still, <laughs> even though it's in the city. Um, I get out there for, you know, Six six fifteen, and I was out there until about one o'clock today, removing as many tulips as I could because the weather is like taking a turn again, and now yes. they need to get out of the ground, um, and then tending to those beds to make them ready for the next succession of plantings. And I did that, you know, all morning. And then when it gets a little bit too warm, I go inside, have my lunch, and then I start doing things on the inside, like growing new seedlings that will go out in the ground in a couple weeks. What's going to be your next batch? So we are getting a lot of our sunflowers already in the ground. About uh, a week ago, two weeks ago, we started. Um, but zinnias are one of the next flowers that will go out, as well as our dahlias. I think dahlias will start making their way into the ground this coming week. And it's the perfect time because they need to get in the ground to start growing for for us for, you know, middle of July. So do you start the dahlias in inside or are they outside? Yeah. So there's different ways to do it. I like to pre-start them on the inside. So mm-hmm. I started getting um, a lot of my orders maybe about a month ago. And what I do is I pot them up almost immediately starting at the beginning of April, sometimes the end of March to kind of give myself a head start. If I put them out in the ground just as tubers without pre-starting them, it prolongs them just a little bit. Um, so if I start them inside, I can get maybe about two weeks more of, uh, of the flowers growing, um, sooner than, than I would have. So yeah, I start them inside. So my basement again is, is covered in a bunch of nursery pots <laughs> full of dirt with a little bit of dahlias growing everywhere. Oh, I hear you. Last <laughs> year we had this little tiny walkway to get to the washer and the dryer because it was just mounds and mounds of plants and all over the place. And I cut back this year. But you don't only do this. You are also working in the theater. That's right. Yeah. So I I am the president of Windsor Light Music Theater. Um, and recently, um, our production of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory just opened. And I was the director for that as well. So and I'm busy. Un- unfortunately, by the time this is on, it will be over. Sure. Do you have anything new that's going to be coming up? Yeah, so our next uh, production is The Sound of Music. So auditions for that start um, at the end of May, and um, then that will run in November, two weeks in November. So it's our next uh, show that's coming up. And our director, Connie Farr, she directed it back in 2006, which was my first show. So it's kind of a a nice uh, homage almost to uh, my starting um, at Windsor Light. So you're going to be in it or in the background? I'm going to audition. We'll see what happens. What part? Um, so there's two. There's uh, Max, um, which is uh, the festival producer, um, as well as Captain Von Trapp. So Ooh, we'll see. 
<laughs> well, that'll be fun. Yeah. Now, does your husband, is he involved in the theater as well? He is. So he's actually uh, right now out in Edmonton on a professional contract for a musical um, called Prison Dancer. And so he's been working on that um, with the uh, the creative team for about 12 years now. Um, and they just finally got um, a big grant to do a full stage production of it. And he is doing that out in Edmonton. So I've been alone nice. for two months. But again, it's our passion. So we got to do it. You have to. Yeah. That's what fills your heart with joy. Have you been able to get out there and see it? Not yet, but I will. So as soon as our show finishes, I'm heading out there for a couple of days um, to see his closing weekend. Oh, that's great. Yeah. It works out perfectly. It does, yeah. So I get to see him a little bit sooner than he would have, or I would have had he um, come mm -hmm. home um, at the end of May, but uh, I get to see the show too, so I'm really excited. Oh, that's great. I also did want to say, you do you sell pots as well? Like decorative pots? Decorative pots. Yeah, so we have, um, we don't necessarily have them in stock all the time, but it's something mm -hmm. that we can get really easily for okay. our customers. So especially when they're buying houseplants from us, if they are looking for decorative pots to work with their interior decor, we can easily get those um, for them. Okay, excellent. So where can our viewers find you guys? So we mostly deal with our online sales at Wheaton Thistle. Com. We have our robust um, inventory always changing there, um, but we also do uh, pop up at uh, several different uh, markets throughout the city. So we have, you know, been able to be at the farmer's market, dropped on Droulard and Ford City. So we have quite a few that are coming up this year as well. Um, and our most exciting one is uh, going to be Art by the River, which we're really excited to do this year out in Amherstburg. But again, all over social media, at Wheaton Thistle, you can find out where we'll be to buy, a, buy our products in person. Excellent. I'm really excited because I haven't been to Art, in the, Art by the River in I've, quite a few years, actually. So I'll get to see you guys yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We went there um, just to just to see what it was about last mm -hmm. year. Um, and it was amazing. There's so many amazing vendors and local businesses, um, but also, you know, you're in a historic space. And it was something that enthralled me. Um, and I decided to apply this year and uh, we were lucky enough to get selected. Excellent. Yeah, because it's really changed. Art by the River, I remember the first year that it was there, it really was just art by the river. And now to see that they have the different vendors and now florists, it's a second art by the art in the park. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I'm excited. Uh, I'm hoping for great weather. Um, you never know what you'll get when you're doing outdoor ven uh, venues. But uh, yeah, I, it's going to be, I'm sure, a so great weekend. Is that going to be your first upcoming one? No. So we do have a couple um, prior to that. The market that is the closest to our time frame right now is a Mother's Day market, um, which is in LaSalle. Um, but we also have a couple that are coming up. Uh, we got accepted into uh, the Walkerville Brewery Market at the end of uh, July, um, as well as the uh, LaSalle Night Market. We have had the opportunity to pop up there as well. So again, it's almost like one or two a month that is happening, you know, frequently. Um, and this year, which is really exciting is that we're, uh, we're moving around. We're seeing different spots in the city, um, to, yeah. to get to different people seeing our products, um, instead of staying at one place the entire summer, which I think is a really interesting way to approach pop-ups. Oh, it is. And that way everybody can see, because not everybody goes to the downtown farmer's market. So That's at true. least everybody's going to be able to get a chance to see you guys and your flowers. 
I really do appreciate you, Matthew, for coming here today and telling us a lot about your gardens, your plants, your musicals and theater. <laughs> It's great. I can't believe how much you have going on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a man of many talents, I guess. Um, but that's good. Yeah, continuously filling up my calendar. And I have this like desire and passion to just like create in any way that I can. And I'm glad that uh, it's resonating with so many people out in the community. So if anybody needs any help with their interior, exterior, flowers, any hints, tips, make sure to get in touch with Matthew at Wheaton Thistle. Again, thank you so much for being here with me today. I really do appreciate it. Thank you, Tracy. And my name is Tracy Martins. Thank you for joining us for another episode of YQG and Bloom. You guys have a great day. 